I'm Sean. And I'm Mike. And you're listening to Sean and Mike Take a Hike. Uh, what are we talking about today, Mike? <laughs> I, thought, I thought we would uh, talk about uh, foods that we found that we like. Foods um, that we found that we like. And, and maybe foods that we found that we don't like. I have foods that I found that I don't like. Yeah. So I am in a weird position where when you and I first started hiking, I used to eat meat. And over the course of the last couple of years, I have started being vegetarian. So I can talk about uh, foods that I used to eat and then foods that I currently eat. So that might actually be good. Yeah. Yeah. I um, I have been uh, meat only uh, pretty much all my life. So. Right, because you don't eat vegetables at all, basically. So that's the struggle I have on the trail in finding foods that I can take that are sans vegetable. So this should be pretty well-rounded then, because like you are meat and carb heavy with yep. basically no vegetable. Right. I used to be a red-blooded American who would eat meat and veg. Right. And I am now uh, a... Left you're, you're a wing hugging. hippie no. that only eats vegetables. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, you you have uh, you switched gears, um, which teach their own. Uh, I don't. I, I I cannot say anything about anybody's uh, eating habits. Uh, one way oh, or we are we are very much polar opposites of yeah. eating oh, at yeah, this point. Sure. Yeah, for sure. So you eat all the meat. I eat all the veg. Right. Yeah. Together, we're like Jack Spratt and his wife. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but so as we mentioned in our, in our intro episode that we are fairly new within the, uh, the hiking realm, like with it, we've still got under 10 hikes under 10 overnight trips under our belt. Yep. Um, hikes like day hikes is a different story, but just the overnight experience and everything. So we have uh, found and taken foods that um, we found that we've liked, found a lot of foods that we don't like. Um, I typically stick to the creamy mac and cheese. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, for, and then uh, I've also found, I think you and I both agree that um, we started packing way too much food uh, when we first started going. So, yeah, so let's talk about that first. So let's let's start with, like, the day hike um, and, like, food allotment thing. Because you and I, I remember when we first started, we were questioning how much food do we take, right? Like, I felt like I was going to be starving the whole time. You and I thought we were going to be starving the entire time. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God, we're going to need... We're going to need like four meals a day plus snacks and we're going to be so freaking hungry and oh my gosh, what are we going to do if we're out in the woods and don't have enough food? Because I mean, and realistically, that is still a valid concern. Like, what are you going to do if you're out in the middle of nowhere and don't have enough food? Right. I think we are both still concerned about that. Yeah, I think the more experience we get, I feel like that's less of a concern, but yeah. 
it's still a concern. Like I, I really don't want to run out of food out there, run out of like protein bar or, or, or trail mix or something. Like I don't want to run out of it, but I also don't want to carry that much extra weight. Right. So, so we don't want to carry that much weight. Here's, here's the bottom line. Here's what Mike and I have found over the last couple of years is I don't know if it's because we're exhausted or I don't know if it's because we're dehydrated or I don't know what the reason I'm not a scientist, but we do not need nearly as much food as we anticipated needing. Like you, you plan for these things and you think, Oh my gosh, you're going to be hiking 10 miles a day. You're going to be exhausted by the time and you're not going to have enough calories to get you through. And for you and I, at least, Right. Maybe other people can chime in if they've had different experiences, but I am so exhausted by the time that I get to camp that I almost don't even want to eat. Right. You, you have made me eat on multiple occasions. You're like, you need to make your food because you're going to, you need the calories. Yeah. But like, it's not, I don't eat because I'm hungry. I eat because I need the calories. Like legitimately get to camp, not hungry. So... I'll add on to that too. Like, I guess a little bit of backstory too is you and I have completely different, aside from what we eat, we have different eating habits in general. Like, you don't typically eat a breakfast. You don't eat a, a lot of daily meals. That That is true. So a little bit about my background, just for people that don't know me. Um, I worked a job for many, many years where um, – how can I say this without giving away exactly what I did? Uh, I, I didn't have access to a bathroom. So because I didn't have access to anything other than pay, maybe a gas station or a fast food bathroom, um, I, I'm not big at going to the bathroom in public places. So I would skip lunch and skip breakfast aside from a coffee uh, and just basically not eat until I got home from the at the end of the day mainly because I didn't want to have to go to the bathroom at a speedway or mobile gas station because um, that's gross. So I have gotten in the habit over the years of just not eating breakfast and lunch. Right. So that translates to say on the trail. I don't, I don't eat. I don't, if I don't eat it at home, I feel weird eating it when I'm out on the trail. Right. But, but when we're glamping, you eat multiple times a day. Okay, right. When we're glamping, but I'm a big snacker when we're glamping. Well, like yeah. I do eat breakfast because I enjoy a breakfast sandwich. Right. Love. I love bacon and eggs. I will make. I had bacon and eggs for dinner tonight. Yeah. So when we're camping, do I eat breakfast? Yes, I absolutely do, and I will snack throughout the entire day. But I don't necessarily need it. My body's not requiring it because it's right. used to not having. It. Yeah. Like and where like. With me, I've had a desk job for the last almost 20 years. I have grown accustomed to having a decent breakfast and at least a minimalist lunch and then a really decent dinner. So it's always been like I, I've been a solid three, maybe four meals a day person. And then you go out to the trail. That's where I was thinking – I've got to carry all this food because I need, I'm going to need a lunch. I'm going to need a breakfast. I'm going to need a, a you know, dinner. I'm going to need 
all of these meals. Plus, I'm going to need some snacks because we're going to be burning way more calories than I burn sitting at my desk job. Yeah. So I, I just started out thinking I'm going to be starving. Okay. So let's talk about what we do. Yeah. So for on the trail, when I started and when you, I mean, you and I started at the same time, but when we started, we were taking a hiker's meal for breakfast. Yep. A hiker. I think we were taking a hiker's meal for lunch even. And a hiker's meal for dinner. Well, I was at least taking a protein bar. I don't know that I, I think I took at least two meals a day. Um, I want to say our first trip, we took three meals a day. It could be. And I think we pretty quickly cut that down to two. Yeah. Um, and then even since then, I've almost pretty much cut down. I, I take one meal a day, one protein bar a day, plus one extra meal just in case. I have never needed that extra meal, but that's pretty much where I'm at now is I will take a protein bar for breakfast. Yep. Probably an extra protein bar. I think I usually pack one extra just in case we're having, you know, I'm starving one day or whatever. Um, but then realistically, I take the dinner meal, um, which we, we'll get into shortly here what exactly we're taking, but they're, they're, we buy the prepackaged, freeze dried. Freeze dried, yeah. What they, I think they're hiker, hiking meals, right? Isn't that what they're yeah, called? They're free survivalist meals or whatever they want to call them. But then on top of that, we take, I mean, realistically, trail mix, which, I have grown up eating trail mix my entire life, never being somebody on the trail, never even equated it with being a quote unquote trail food snack. But now that we're out on the trail, it's like, oh yeah, that totally makes sense that it's trail mix. (laughs) It's a good mix for the trail. Yeah. It's just a mix that fills you up and does the right things for you. But even instead of the last couple of times we've gone, we don't even buy the prepackaged trail mix. You make trail mix. Well, well, so incorrect. The first time we went, I made my own because a lot of the trail mixes out there have raisins and other little berries or fruits like mixed in there. And as we mentioned before, I'm a meat eater. I don't eat those things. So I made my own. Uh... My wonderful wife found, I don't know if I want to plug the store, but we found a trail mix prepackaged that is Reese's Pieces. Oh, that's right. I forgot you that last time we, you, it was a prepackaged one. Yeah. And I mean, because when I made it myself, I think plug the store. I mean, say the store. This, the whole thing is we're telling people where we're. And I found it, we found it at Costco. Like, okay. yeah, it, I mean, they get enough. Not sponsored, but. They're not sponsored, but yeah, we found it at, at Costco. Um, but yeah, it's got, it, like, it's got peanuts, it's got chocolate chips, it's got Reese's Pieces in it. Um, it it's even got peanut butter chips and peanut butter filled pretzels. Like, it's just everything sweet, salty, uh, savory. Yeah. Just, like, just a really good trail mix. The, the the one downside that I, that we found uh, last fall when we took it, or maybe it was the spring. No, it was the spring. The spring. Yes. It was a little bit warm, and because it has the chocolate chips and the peanut butter chips, it got a little melty and messy. Yeah, so I'm curious for our next trip. Yeah, because that's hot, humid. 
Because that was in like Michigan April. Was it April still? That in was April, yeah. So that was Michigan April. The next trip we're going on is Michigan August. Yeah. Should be every bit of 20 degrees hotter in August than it was in April. 20 degrees? I'm gonna, I'm assuming. Well, no, because we, we had a very warm April. It was a nice weekend. Yeah, that was a nice weekend. So, yeah, be at yeah. least, yeah. And, well, and it, last year we were up there, it was humid. Well, that's the other thing. So, anyway, so all that chocolate's going to melt. But the trail mix that you bought from Costco, who is not a sponsor, although Costco, if you want to sponsor, please feel free to reach out. It's seanmikehike at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be loaded up with trail mix. <laughs> Whatever. They, look, if all we get out of it is some free trail mix, I will take it. That's, that's fine. That's fine. Yep. <laughs> trail mix is not cheap. But, and again, Mike and I are not doctors, so don't take any of this as gospel. But that sweet and salty mix, that sugar that it gives you, yep. and that salt, because we sweat like crazy. It is a crazy how much we sweat when you're, we're out doing this. Like, I'm not naturally a sweater. Oh, yeah. See, that's where you're, we're at. We're opposites on that too. Like I know we're I opposites on that too. You sweat. sweat. I don't sweat just to sweat. Like I, just like being around every day, I don't sweat that much. But when we're out hiking, I freaking sweat. And that salt. So in addition to the trail mix that you get, I will normally take like some pumpkin seeds or something. Yep. Um, the little packages of. I know the brand name is probably problematic, but I think they're called Indian Head pumpkin seeds. They're little red packages. Yeah. Um, they are the best pumpkin seeds. So I usually take a couple of packages of those just because they're, I, when I, uh, like, I crave salt in my daily life, but when we are out sweating that much, I want salt that much more. So I usually take a couple packs of those to snack on throughout the day. I was just reading, um, something that, uh, for day hikes and things that some people put Himalayan uh, sea salt in their, in their packs or in their bladders or in their water when they're they're even if, if it's just a day hike or whatever, I don't know if I would put it in my bladder, but, um, but they, they put like a dash, just a dash of Himalayan sea salt in there. And to, that kind of helps combat some of the electrolyte loss too. Just, well, just we maybe we maybe should look episode, into that for a future episode because <laughs> I don't. That's the first thing. Intakes, so. I was riffing, right? <laughs> but so yeah, so that's what we take for, especially for day hikes and stuff too. Um, trail mix is a must. Uh, anything with a little bit of salt in it because you are going to sweat a lot. Yep. Um, nothing that takes up a lot of space. You don't need pounds and pounds of this stuff. We usually take those little Ziploc, uh, little snack, snack size, size yep. bags. Yep. And I think what last time we took two of those a piece and maybe went through one of them. So it's not like you're eating a lot of it. Right. Um, so, so for context, when the first trip we ever did was a three nighter <laughs> when we, I know what a you're three nighter to the porcupine mountains. And, uh, we took two meals a day and I think I even took two protein bars a day. And then some trail mix. And not some trail mix. Like a oh, gallon you, no, Ziploc. I took of trail some mix. trail mix. You took two gallons of trail mix. Okay, now in all fairness, we thought we were going to be starving. <laughs> no, I understand that, but two gallons. Two I don't think I took two gallons. You took I think two, I took two, two one gallon Ziploc baggies. Well, that was clearly too much. 
<laughs> Clearly too much. Like, so we, we have obviously like, even with our short amount of time of doing this, we have grown as to uh, how much. And so I guess maybe this should be like what we take is how much we take. Yeah. Okay. Good point. So let's talk about that. Okay. Cause I'm just saying like, we kind of started this episode with what we like or food we like. Yeah, I know. And we haven't even It's, it's that. kind yeah. of just grown into just quantities and like, yeah, just quantities and, and just of, of the sort. Like, I mean, I've talked to, I don't like fruits and veggies, but. But I think that's valuable information like that. I mean, that's a big yeah. part of what to take is how much to take, because realistically, when you're going out and doing this stuff, how much weight, you know, we had gotten the advice when we started about, oh, every ounce counts. And I don't necessarily believe that every ounce counts, but I do think every pound counts. Yeah. And we were taking way too much food. So I think it is a good point to make that you are going to feel like you are going to be starving. That is not the experience that we have had. Your metabolism on the trail, not you, but like our listeners' metabolism on on the trail could be completely different. You're going to have to make sure that you base it off of your own uh, experience, but... Don't overthink it and don't overdo it just because not every ounce, but all the weight you put on your back is weight you have to carry. Yeah. Yes, it gets lighter. Every meal you eat, it gets lighter, but you're not going to eat as much, sometimes as much as you think you are. I'm sure we we might get to days or hikes or, because the longest we've ever gone is a three-nighter. If we end up going on a seven-nighter or longer trips, we might find that by day four or five, we're starving. Who knows? That's true. I mean, that's that's not the experience we have had so far, but that's true. That could change on a longer one. On a longer trip. So I guess we should point out, too, like our longest hike is a three-nighter. So Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah that's fair to point out. So... Um, we're still like, I mean, we're, we're trying to help people that are beginning, but we're also trying to learn from those that might be more experienced or those that are beginning also that have a similar experience. Maybe they can, uh, let us know they're experiencing similar things or they yeah. say you're full of shit and, uh, <laughs> this is what I experienced and it's completely different. Like, you know, but, uh, so I guess, I mean, since we're talking about food, we like, Let's let's get into food that we like. So, um, so yeah. So maybe. So okay. Let me summarize, summarize what we've talked about so far. Summarize by saying, maybe do a practice hike, maybe a one nighter before you commit to like a long term one to see how hungry are you actually, and how much food do you think you need to bring. Yeah. Uh, our personal recommendation, based on what we have experienced so far, is. Sometimes snacks are better than the full-fledged meals. Yep. But let's get into what some of the full-fledged meals that we take are and what ones we like and what ones we don't like and why some of that sort of stuff. So let's maybe talk about that. Okay. Um, well, I, guess, I mean, I'll jump right into it. I mentioned it before. Um, I'm a big uh, Mountain House creamy mac and cheese uh, fan. Um, yeah. 
it it just takes me back to the uh to a kid eating craft macaroni, the powdered uh macaroni and cheese uh deal. And kind of sitting out on the trail. It's actually it it's got the sodium, it's got the little bit of the carbs and all that, so it's um well, in in my opinion, it's excuse me, it's delicious, and uh, um, I, I just recommend adding about another two ounces of water than what the recommended bag says. Explain explain to the people what Mountain House is. Mountain House, it, well, it's a brand of freeze dried uh, uh, foods. They've got a whole selection of things that I won't eat, um, but. <laughs> But they've they've got they they've got like beef stroganoff they've got um, uh, the mac and cheese they've got uh, I think they've got a lasagna uh, I mean they've got a whole slew of of, of foods freeze dried that you you un, unzip it you boil the recommended amount of water I usually add an ounce or two um, and then once it's boiling you pour it into the bag stir it up seal it for sit five, six minutes, whatever it says on the bag. And then you open it, stir it again. It usually takes about 15, 20 minutes to make your meal, but, um, uh, it just seems to work out really well. It there, I think they're aluminum bags or I don't even know what they're made of, but, um, they work really well. I found that they're, uh, they're delicious enough. I mean, they're, they're obviously, one of the main brands, if you if you Google freeze dried hiking meals or anything like that, they're the they're the top one that pops up. So right, so they're the top I, one that pops up. They're at all the major retailers. They're at the Cabela's. They're at Dick's. They're at probably Dunham's. I, I'm guessing. I don't know, but yeah. They, but so I've 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 had. I mean, obviously, like I said, I've had the they've, they've got uh, chicken Alfredo, which is actually really good. Um, they've got the the mac and cheese that I love. Uh, biscuits and gravy for the morning. They've got the the breakfast scramble. They've got uh, the eggs and bacon. Like I don't. They they've got uh, a whole slew of meals. All of all of them do. I have the experience with the Mountain House or yeah, Mountain House. Um, I haven't veered away from them yet. I need to, but they've they've I've done well with them. So. Well, and again, not sponsored, but that's a fairly good endorsement, though, to say that you haven't felt the need to buy something else. Right. Like the ones right. that you have had, um, have you had any that you did not like? Um, the, well, the only I, – I wouldn't say I didn't like it. The one thing I did – I will say with the um, uh, the chicken Alfredo or the fettuccine Alfredo with, with chicken in there is that – I've only had it the one time that was before I knew to add a little extra water. The chicken still had a little bit of that crunchiness to it that you get with the freeze dried. That's the only, the flavor was great, but that's the only downside is that I, I feel that from, from my wants is that, uh, I want to add another ounce or two of water. Yeah. So that's, so just to jump onto what Mike's saying. So these, all of these meals that we're talking about, up to this point, uh, not the trail mix and stuff like that, but these freeze-dried meals. So they come in these, like, I, I really don't know what these bags are made out of. They're, like, they're rip-proof. They're, like, insulated. I don't, I don't know what they're made out of. But then all of the food inside of them has been cooked. And then is it freeze-dried or is it dehydrated? 
I think it's freeze-dried, but it might be dehydrated. <laughs> I don't, it's got all the water taken out of it. And so these packages that you get, they don't weigh... I mean, they weigh basically nothing. And then they're flat. They're, you know, maybe probably less than the size of a sheet of paper and maybe, I don't know, what, quarter-inch thick for the most part. Um, and then they fit inside... paper, in my opinion, but they're three-quarter. Yeah, well, I think it depends on which one you get because, like, they're different sizes based on what the meal is. Um, and then all of the stuff inside is, we'll say, either freeze-dried or super dehydrated. And so basically all you're doing is you're adding hot water to it. And then the hot water needs to penetrate all the way into the middle of the food. So there's like a, a – they want you to set a timer and then stir it and then set another timer and then stir it again. Um, so a couple of the ones that we've had, like you said, the chicken Alfredo, one of the scrambled eggs ones that I had was like was big chunks of scrambled eggs. Mm-hmm. So it was super good. Tasted like once it was actually rehydrated, the scrambled eggs tasted like scrambled eggs, but you would get some of the bigger chunks of scrambled eggs where the water hadn't gotten all the way to the middle. So the outside was like scrambled eggs. And then the inside was like a, styrofoam crouton almost yeah and, and go ahead sorry well i was just gonna off. say based on like what you were saying about adding a little bit extra water sometimes that little bit extra water depending on which one you're getting it's real hard it's like hit or miss because you're either gonna make soup out of it right or you're gonna add enough water where like the middle of the eggs are gonna actually have the water in them so and i just kind of had an epiphany just sitting here is like maybe the extra water isn't the key Maybe it's a third stir. Like, it only calls for the two stirs, but maybe it's a third stir and letting it sit again to let, like, you stir the water back over top of it, let it penetrate a little bit more. Well, that's a good thought. So, I mean, we'll we'll try that in August when we go, but... Again, amateur hiking advice right. for amateur <laughs> hikers. We're still figuring it out, so we're uh, we're just trying to help those, and, and, and like I said, trying to help those that are that are brand new, and... And uh, gain, gain some experience from just talking about it too. Like you know, I find I find I learn a lot just by talking things out too. So, and and we'll get into what we use to boil the water and how we get our water and stuff. We'll get into that in a separate episode. So this yeah. is this one we are focusing specifically on the food. I know we're talking about adding water and stuff. So for anybody that is listening and is like, well, how do you get the boiled water and where do you get the water from? We'll get into that in a different episode. This one specifically, we are talking about food, but we do have a separate episode planned for how do we filter our water? Where do we get those water, that water from? What equipment do we use to boil that water? And why is it important to boil it? That all we will get to in a separate episode. But this one, we just wanted to talk quickly about the food. So uh, Mike was talking about, uh, say the the brand name again that you were using? Uh, The Mountain House. Mountain House. So Mountain House is what, when Mike and I first started, Mountain House is what I would get when I was going to. Um, their food is good. They had a, uh, there was a few hit or misses. Um, it's all, you know, it's all in what your palate wants, you know. I mean, like Mike was saying, he, he liked the chicken Alfredo. I've had the chicken Alfredo. I also thought it was good. Um, I've had the beef stroganoff. You are not such a huge fan of the beef stroganoff because it's got veggies and mushrooms and stuff like that in it. I thought that was really good. I've had the lasagna from them. It was a three cheese plus meat lasagna. 
I actually thought that was really good. It was better than a Chef Boyardee that I would get at home. Um, so I actually thought that that one was really good. Since that time, I have stopped eating meat uh, for personal reasons that we don't have to get into. I'm not trying to push the vegetarian thing on anybody. But for anybody that is vegetarian, I have started buying the freeze-dried. Uh, it's basically the exact same thing, but it's a different company. They're called Backpackers Pantry. And their freeze-dried or dehydrated, which, whichever one it is, their meals not 100% of them, but largely are vegetarian. Uh, so they don't have a lot of options where there's meat mixed in. So my favorite, much like Mike's, is they offer a three-cheese mac and cheese. Now, it is not vegan. It is right. vegetarian. I was, I was just so it is actual. Are they vegan or are they vegetarian? Uh, my understanding is they are vegetarian and not vegan. I would imagine they have some vegan options, although I do not know that for sure because I am not personally vegan, so I don't look for that. But everything that I have gotten from Backpackers Pantry, the only thing that I have gotten that I did not like, and this may be just a my preference and my gut biome thing, I had their chili. And it was like a bean chili with cheese in it, it sounded amazing. When I read the description, I'm like, yup, I'm getting that. Because it sounded amazing. And let me just tell you, friends. Uh, Wasn't that, that was a spicy one, too. The, you, you, it I, was spicy, and that was the one where I could not get out of my tent fast enough at 3 a.m. to go yep. dig a hole some. Yep. <laughs> uh, it, I love me some chili. I eat chili all the time. Uh, this chili went through me in a way that, uh, and no shade to Chinese food, but in a way that Chinese food used to go through me, uh, it was like emergency situation, did not have time to dig a hole, had to come back and bury some stuff later. Uh, and we will get into that in a separate episode too, (laughs) but it was lots um, of topics, uh, picked out. So yeah, it was, uh. The chili, I'll I'll be honest with you, I did not love the taste of the chili to start with. I forced myself to eat it because I needed the calories. Well, I'm the one that made you actually start eating, too, that night. Fair enough. You (laughs) made me eat it. Pretty sure I didn't even finish the whole bag. No, you didn't. I think it was too much. In all fairness, that was a big bag. It was a huge bag. Like, enough for two people, realistically. And uh, so I ate that. Felt fine afterwards. I was stuffed, but I felt fine. And then fast forward several hours, it did not like me. Um, so, so the chili specifically, and sorry to say this backpackers pantry, if there's anybody listening, uh, that one was not for me. That does not mean it is not for you, but that was the only one that I have had that I did not care for. Everybody's gut reacts differently, but that's another thing to keep in mind though, too, is like, don't get too adventurous with what you're trying to eat out on the trail for the first time. Because yeah. if it's something that you know that your gut's not going to like, don't yeah. do it. Just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and the other thing that you and I have started doing, as much sodium as I am sure is in all of these freeze-dried, dehydrated meals, is uh, Mike and I have this habit of on the way to our you know, departure destination. We usually stop and have like a McDonald's or a Burger King breakfast. 
Um, I highly recommend picking up a couple of salt and pepper packets, packets from your yeah. local fast food establishment before you go, just to season your food a little bit, because it starts to a little bit uh, Ketchup on your eggs, grab a, a ketchup packet or whatever, but yeah, uh, it's a great place to just stop and grab some lightweight supplies for your food. Yeah. Uh, I even heard, like, if you don't want to take a spoon... Well, I mean, we're going to get into utensils, too. Uh, yeah, we'll get into that. take and everything. But uh, I've heard that there's people that just stop at Dairy Queen and uh, uh, get a small blizzard, and then they just keep their uh, their long blizzard spoon for their uh, trail. I can see the benefit of that, but I can also see the downfall of that, and we should earmark that to talk more about during our gear episode at a yeah. later date because yeah. um, getting ahead of myself. That's a whole different thing. Uh, but so anyway, so so yeah, so those are the couple of brands that we like. We have not tried a lot. If there's a different brand that we should be trying, please reach out and let us know. Yeah, um, I'm, we're all we're all ears for any advice or any. If you hear something we say and you're saying you're you're just doing it wrong. Let us know. Like uh, we're we're happy to uh, to improve and to uh, better our, better our experience in the in the on the trail. Yep. So the the last thing that I'll bring up regarding food that we take or what we like. Um, so we we mentioned the two brands of food that we like. We mentioned the snacks that we like to take, uh, trail mix and protein bars. Protein bar of choice, really. I think they're all whatever protein bar you want to take is going to be fine. Um, the only other advice that we have gotten, we met a very kind girl uh, on a bus up in the Picture Rocks National Lakeshore of Michigan. She advised, which we plan on doing the next time, or I at least plan on doing the next time that we go around, her dad, uh, I don't remember exactly how the story goes, but her dad had instilled in her what they call the pre-smushed peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. So they make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches out of tortillas instead of bread, wrap them up in some plastic wrap, and stick them in their backpacks because they're pre-smushed because the tortillas are already flat. Roll it up. Seems like a great way to have a snack out on the trail. And this last time that we were out on the trail, I did not have one, but thought about that woman quite a bit and thought, man, I would really go for a pre-smushed peanut butter and jelly sandwich at this point. So I think that is a great piece of advice that she gave us without even realizing she was giving us that advice. She just said that she had that in her pack. It's, it's, it's got your carbs in there. It's got your protein in there with the peanut butter. I mean, you got a little bit of salt and sugar with, with the, with the, uh, the jelly or whatever. I mean, it's, it just kind of just feels, it's a, it's a, it's an all around great idea. Like, Oh, I thought it was a wonderful idea. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm sure the internet is full of other great ideas too. I've heard of people that they take uh pre-cooked uh, ter- uh, uh taco meat and pre-cooked like they make their own little tacos out on the trail. They might like take a little camp stove or something like that. Oh, I don't got, I don't got room in the pack for all that. Yeah. But I I've, I've seen people that have done that on uh, different uh, uh channels that I watch like like by all means, like we said, we are not professionals. I follow uh, quite a few people on YouTube and uh, and, and uh, Facebook and all that stuff, and I, and I learn a lot from them. Um, I'm not necessarily just going to go regurgitate their their information because I maybe I haven't tried it, but 
I'm, I'm planning on trying it, and if it ends up working for us or whatever, then sure. But, I mean, I mean, there, there's plenty of people out there, not that I want to promote anybody else, maybe we'll cut that out. <laughs> but there, there's so many different options and ideas out there. Like, so um, we have stuck with primarily the the pot uh, to boil water, put in our freeze-dried things, or snacks, like type of thing. That's that's what we've done, um, and, and I, I just I just don't feel like adding the extra weight of having to take a lot of other things. So, yeah, I agree. I think the the freeze dried packages have done well for us. There, you know how much protein's in them. They have printed right on the front or on the back how much protein you're getting out of it. It's a pre portioned amount. There, you don't have to think real hard about it. I would not say that they are cheap. But I think they are worth the money that you pay to get them uh, for the convenience. They're in a, a Ziploc bag, which fits well back into your we'll, – we'll get into this in a later episode too. But it fits well back into your bear bag so you don't have to have the scent. Plus it's Ziploc. There's, there's all those things. There's a lot of benefits with the prepackaged meals. Um so my personal recommendation for anybody that is vegetarian, check out Backpackers Pantry. They are not a sponsor. Uh, I, I Mountain House is uh, where where I I mean that's that's where I live apparently with uh, the freeze dried things. There, I believe there is another one called Alpine Meals. Um, I have not bought any of theirs. I've looked into their menu um, menu, but their options. Um, it's on par uh, from what I've seen and. Uh, I could even have, I think it's Alpine, but it could be something else. But um, I, I plan on trying those at least. But uh, I'm, that might, I might take that as like one of my extra meals on our next trip and uh, and stick to my biscuits and gravy and creamy mac and cheese. Because <laughs> no, those are my go-tos. <laughs> like, I have, I have so a slew of those in the basement right now. So. We're already kind of long on this episode, yep. so let's wrap up and recap what we've said. So the big things are uh, do not overpack your food because you feel like you are going to be hungry, but chances are you're, based on our experience at least, you're not going to be nearly as hungry as you think you are. Protein bars are a good way to get some protein in there without taking up a lot of space or a lot of weight. Trail mix is a must because everybody likes to snack every now and then. Uh, freeze-dried meals are great because, uh, for the most part, they taste pretty good. They're not a gourmet meal. You're going to be sick of them by the time you're done with your backpacking. But they give you protein. They give you a little bit of variety. Uh, and they collapse down really easy and fit back into your bear bag. And well, uh, the last thing I'll say with that is, uh, just remember, uh, you, you packed in your, uh, all of these meals. You take everything with you. Don't oh, don't burn it. Don't don't bury it. You, you plan on taking it with you. Yeah, know, know your pack in pack out rules for whatever section of the world that you're living in. Um, the leave no trace rules. The pack in pack out. That those are very big things. We should probably have a whole episode about that, which I don't think we have planned. But that would be a great one to add to our list of episodes because. We learned a lot about pack in, pack out over the last few years and what those rules are. And that would probably be a great thing to share with our audience, just in case anybody's not aware of those. So, 
That could go with our pooping in the woods episode. That could probably go with our pooping in the woods episode. More to come on that. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so yeah. So I, I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to add before we sign no, off on food? Uh, I don't have uh, anything else to add. I, just if uh, if anybody wants to reach out, we're uh, Sean Mike Hike at gmail dot com or on all the socials. In crew, also in crew. at Sean Mike Hike. Yeah. Oh, also on Threads now. Yeah. A new. <laughs> New social media site, Threads. Uh, thanks, Mark Zuckerberg, for that. So we're on Threads now, at Sean Mike Hike. And I am sure in the future we will do another food episode, because like Mike said, we've only been out uh, for multi-overnight trips uh, nine or ten times at this point. So we're still learning what food we like or we don't like, too. But I think the big thing about this episode is don't get too adventurous with your food. Um, get something with a little bit of salt in it, and you are realistically probably not going to need nearly as much food as you think you are going to need. At least that is what we have found based on our experience. I just really feel like you're, you're, you've already expense, spent so much energy hiking, getting to your destination, and maybe we're doing it wrong, but we've spent so much energy getting there that you don't want to spend the energy either. Like, you just feel like that's just one more task. I'm just not even hungry when I get there. Realistically, like, I, you would expect to be starving when you get to camp. Uh, that You and I have talked about this at length. You would think that you would be starving and not be able to consume enough food and that you're you're wasting away to nothing by the end of your trip. And that's just not what we have found. We Like, we're not even hungry. Like, you just don't even want to eat. Which... I don't know, maybe a doctor is going to pipe up someday down the road and be like, oh, well, the reason you feel like that is because you're, you know, you're, you're overly hungry and you're dehydrated, and that really means that you need to eat. And it's like, okay, well, that might be true, but that's not how I feel. Right, well, yeah, like, like I said, we might be doing it wrong. <laughs> we could be doing it wrong, exactly. <laughs> I've said that numerous times, like, I'm like, maybe we're doing it wrong, I don't know, but, um, I don't know. If, uh, but like I said, if, if you want to reach out, if you want to uh, drop us a line, do anything, um, we're at, at Sean Mike Hikes at uh, Gmail and at uh, Sean Mike Hikes on all the socials. So, yep, there you go. So yeah, if anybody wants to reach out and tell us we're doing it wrong, feel free. Sean Mike Hike, uh, that's Sean Like Yawn, Sean Mike Hike on basically everywhere. So um, aside from that, I guess we'll see you again in a couple weeks, huh? Yeah. All right, we'll see you in two weeks. <laughs>